Well, good day. I'm so glad that you've joined us today on this podcast. We're excited that you're with us today. Uh, I'm Steve Hollis here, worship pastor at Crossroads Community Church in Sullivan, Indiana. And uh, I'm with Eddie Hammond, our senior pastor, and we're glad that you've joined us. Hi, Eddie. Good to see you. We are. I remember Harry Carey, you know, he's talking about being in the friendly confines of Wrigley Field. Yes. We're in the friendly confines of Crossroads today in the theater. We usually don't do it that way, but we're doing it that way today. So. Yeah, you might hear a little bit of echo of the of the house, yeah. uh, in a sense, and and uh, we are glad that you've joined us today. And maybe maybe if you've been with us and been at Crossroads Community Church, you can close your eyes right now and kind of vision yeah. what. I can see people. That's right. Yeah. Isn't it awesome to be able to and to look through the seats and remember where they is. sit and and maybe you know in days to come if we wanted to make it more like Wrigley Field, we could have hot dog vendors and. Uh, Rich McPhail could go through with a peanut cart or something. I think that'd be a great idea. Popcorn, <laughs> peanuts. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. That's so, good stuff. Uh, well, it, it is good to to be with you today, Pastor, and it's good to be able to uh, be alive and well in the Lord's Amen. hands and His grace and His mercy. And you know, uh, as we have um, continued to work through this process of Oh, uh, of quarantine, and, and uh, what does it look like for the church, and, and what, is it, what does it feel like? What's our transition, and what's the, the time period on all that? And please be praying for us as leaders as we look to uh, transition back in. Now, I want you to understand that it's going to be a while. I think so, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's going to be a while because we're one of the largest churches in Sullivan, and um, our numbers are higher. Uh, therefore, uh, our transition will be slower. And so we want you to be patient with us. We want you to understand that, that praying for us as your leaders is, is so important um, in making this transition. So uh, we're thankful for your prayers. We're thankful Amen. for uh, yeah. your obedience in giving. Pastor, we have mentioned this the last... I, I appreciate it immensely. I know the, God is going to bless these folks for it. He is blessing them. We are able Actually. to continue on with the ministries that are a part of Crossroads Community Church for the kingdom of God. And your your support is is overwhelming. We are beyond blessed uh, as a church. And as you uh, look across not only this community and what we continue to do, I, I wonder, have you, have you taken a look, uh, those that are listening right now, if you've been with us on... Uh, on our live services, do you see what's going on uh, online about how God is continuing to let us sow the seeds? The people that are that are joining in and watching, praise God as the message goes out, as the praises go out to our Heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. The people that are from the community that are joining us uh, in, in worshiping our Heavenly Father. And then the others, the other churches that are in town and across our community, God is being lifted up and glorified for His purpose and for His, for yeah, his kingdom for sure. uh, means and, and bringing others, bringing those that have never received the Word of God into their lives through Facebook, through YouTube, mm-hmm. through podcasts like this one and beyond and on. We are so grateful that you've that you've continued to support the likes of us for the kingdom's purpose. Amen. It's 
good stuff. Amen. Well, Pastor, uh, uh, how are other things going on in your life? How you, how's how's Izzy? Some some yeah. want to to uh, hear about the old the pup. She wasn't feeling so good. No, she had to go to the vet, and she's not real fond, fond of the vet. But she went and she had a little stomach trouble and itching problems. So she. I think we got that pretty much on under control now. So I appreciate you asking about her, actually. Yeah. And she's so. she's doing better. She's met up with Cooper again, and they're back to their own honorary ways. It's kind of funny to to watch them. That's for sure. <laughs> and then how's Diane? She's doing fine. Doing fine. Good. She's not put my bed out in the garage yet. So we're, this this is good news. Everything's, and we're we're enjoying being together. You know. Um, <laughs> It's it's just like I said, we've all made adjustments, and it's, it's just different. It's different for me working from home. It's just, uh, but you get used to it after a while. It's the same way with speaking into a camera. I, uh, it's just I'm I'm starting to get more comfortable with it, and so it, it, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah, and and we want to reassure you that that God's hand is upon you. Continue to trust Him. Um, we, we do want to highlight and, and add emphasis to uh, the new website and not for the sense of, hey, check out all the glitz and the glamour there. And that's not the purpose. The purpose is check out the new website mm-hmm. to understand how you can interact on a daily basis. Sure. And one of that ways is on the homepage in that big image that says daily connection. Right. Miss Chris, or our, I guess I can say it Pastor differently Chris. now, but Pastor Chris, Miss Chris is when she's right there with the kids, but Pastor Chris, our, our uh, pastor of um, Family Connections, uh, she has worked hard and continues to work hard at, at uh, connecting us on a daily basis. And so uh, pastors, uh, our pastors of the staff, uh, you're on Monday and she's on Tuesday, I'm on Wednesday. Uh, Pastor Kurt is on Thursday, yep. and then you highlight again on Friday to remind you to remind people, uh, hey, come on and join us on Sunday. But that daily connection, yeah. that daily hope, is where those videos are. We want to encourage you to take a look at that. That connects us with you, and and um, it's just really really neat how that's been been going. And then not only that, uh, we want to encourage you to take. Um, Take the invitation to join in on uh, Pastor Chris's Monday night uh, Bible class or book study. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to be getting those invites out to you uh, to where that would be uh, more and more to where we can touch base with you. You can join in on Monday nights. Gals, um, I'm going to be talking to Miss Chris. Mm, I did it again. That's been a long time yeah, we've I called know, Miss Chris. Right. But uh, uh, Pastor Chris, about how uh, you can join in on the Wednesday. And if that's something you can do right away, or if that's something that will transition in, as they may be transitioning to a different book or whatever it might be. But what we want to do, not just with those two, but we want to encourage life groups is what we're going to to call them through Zoom or whatever, to continue to gather. And if you've got a small group that you've already gathered with or even just want to start one, that you've got two or three families that you've hobnobbed with a little bit and you want to join in on that, we want to hear about it. So email us uh, at xroads, x-r-o-a-d-s-9-8 at gmail.com, xroads98 at gmail.com. And if you have any questions about how to set up that Zoom stuff, 
we know that we have women's groups that are joining through mm-hmm. Zoom. And they've, they've responded and they said, hey, it's not as difficult as what I thought originally. Uh, it's, it's easier than what we, uh, you might have a little bit of connection uh, issues at the very beginning, but, but keep working through it and, and understanding that it is so vital during these times. Good stuff and it's God's stuff. And we wanna encourage you. So we wanna encourage you to continue to, to meet uh, as best as you can. Continue to check in on one another, on your neighbors, on, on those that, that uh, the Holy Spirit nudges you about. And we are all in this together. We all want to be uh, encouraged at times. And we need that, um, oh, your obedience through the Holy Spirit's nudging to check in on one another. Continue to pray for one another. And do this on a daily basis. So anyway, we wanted to just encourage you, we wanted to kind of highlight that today and uh, again, God bless you for all that you're doing to stay vibrant during these times. Remember, the scriptures holds, hold the truth, and that's your energy. Yeah. That's Amen. your truth. That's your vibrancy for your day. Well, Pastor, uh, it's time to get started on talking about the podcast or, or about the, the message um, from last week. But I'd like to pray over that before we get going. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for all that you're doing in our lives. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that right now as we get started into this time of talking about the relevancy of of, uh, the message that you brought to Eddie, that you uh, really work through this podcast, make it vibrant and alive for our every day. And then as we look forward into this next week, uh, this weekend to come and the message message that you provided for him then, that will uh, look at the relevancy and the understanding, the purpose of how you continue to nudge us forward in your great, great kingdom's purpose. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we're still, you know, we're in Esther. We're going to wait through. Uh, kind of a love story. It's a drama. It's almost like a fairy tale since with kings and queens and villains and all the things that's going on. The Tyler's message was evil with a capital E. Uh, if you look up in uh, Heaven's Thesaurus about life, one of the first words you would find was pain. And it seems like we always go back to talk of, of Job. Uh, of all the, the people in the scripture, that he, he, he usually surfaces when it comes to this situation. But, mm-hmm. you know, you, you look at, and God doesn't build a protective bubble over us because we're believers in Christ. Innocent Job was covered with skin ulcers. Daniel was thrown into a lion's den. Godly Joseph was imprisoned. Courageous Paul was beaten. Bold John the Baptist was beheaded and spirit-filled Stephen was stoned. And even Jesus, the sinless son of God, was tortured and crucified. Speaking from his pain, Job tells us in Job 14, 1, man who was born a woman is short-lived and full of turmoil. And then in verse seven of chapter five, for man is born for trouble as sparks fly upward. Born for trouble. And I think uh, this pandemic that we're in has got people by the lapels and held them up and looking them right in the, the face and saying, what are you gonna do with the situation now? We, we can't ignore it. A lot of times we rationalize, try to rationalize everything away. Come as we may, you're not gonna rationalize COVID-19 away. 
Right. It's it's in it. We're in the up to our ears in it. Right. You you have to face it and see well how God's going to use you in this situation. And I talked about a lot of different things in life categories of suffering. There is so many uh, with natural disasters and physical afflictions and afflictions and self-image struggles and on and on and on and on. But it comes down, I think the, if I had a thesis or a, it, it's what's our, re, what's our reaction to suffering? How do we handle it? Do we draw ourselves in a shell and try to ignore it, which we can't? Or how do we, how do we deal with it? Everybody deals with things in a different way. Since pain is so pervasive, how should we react to it? Well, how do we, re we, we react to life's pain and, uh, and hurts? And we have to understand that God's in it. That's mm -hmm. the point, mm -hmm. that we have to understand that, that he's, in, he's in the middle of it. You know, we talk about evil. John Piper talked about it, and in that clip, it brought up something that I'd never thought about, that in the whole contrast of evil, it makes Jesus Christ shine. Mm-hmm. That's it right. brings him out, lifts him off the page, mm -hmm. because he's the only thing. He's a, he's what we combat, and like you said about the word, his word. That's how we combat evil. Mm -hmm. He's given us all these weapons yeah. to fight it and that's to right. be victorious. We can stand up to the devil and defeat him. That's right. We sometimes we don't. We give in to it, but nonetheless, he's given us that power. And then we go into the whole issue with evil entering into the Book of Esther that. Haman is an anti-Semite. He hates the Jews because it goes back to his family hated the Jews. And you get into that whole uh, issue of prejudice, which I think is inherited. They want to kill each other. It's like the Arab-Israeli problem. I've never seen anything like it. They want to kill each other. Right. So, oh, oh Haman, he, he comes up with this plan that if he can get the king to make this decree... He can wipe the Jews out, and he gets to be prime minister. Mordecai saved his life, but Mordecai didn't get picked. He picked Haman, uh, Hazarius, or Xerxes did to be. So what that means, he has power of eternity, and he had that signet ring, and he's, he can do anything he wants. So he comes up with this idea that, that um, he will, uh, his plan to exterminate the Jews was to give the king uh, 10,000 talents of silver, which equals 375 tons. That's a lot of silver. That's a lot of silver. And where he was going to get it? He was going to confiscate it to all the Jews he killed. Mm -hmm. That was the point. That was why mm -hmm. Hitler didn't. I mentioned that as well. That's what the Vichy government did and what the Poles did in Warsaw. The Jews got hauled off, so they got to go through their house and ransack them and mm -hmm. take all their stuff. Mm -hmm. it's, that's greed at work again, mm -hmm. and it all boils down to evil. Right. So the old king took his signet ring, gave it to Haman, made this decree. He puts it in hot wax, puts it on it, and sends it out to 127 provinces. So, and that's kind of where we left it at, in a sense, was at the end of this, this part of, of this message, the decree is out, and it's going to take a year for him to bring it to pass, but the, it signed the, de the Jews' death warrant, actually. Right. Um, but the, there's the application for us in, in all of this, and we try to always bring out application for today because that's, that's important. Uh, the, from Mordecai, we learn, always remember that someone will resent your independent devotion to the Lord. And that's pretty much true. People are always watching us to see how uh, we react. And I'm sure that in this day and age of this 
pandemic we're in, people are watching us to see how we react to it. If we fall apart or whatever, that's not a very good gig. That's not a very good witness. Right. Uh, so we have to be, keep a check on that, that our reactions are godly. From Haman, we learn never underestimate the diabolical nature of revenge. I talked a little about, ask, do you hold grudges? You ever jealous? Grudges are like cancer. They don't, they hurt you a lot more than they do the other person. Mm -hmm. And you ever plot revenge or plans to get even? That's sin, if you do. From the king, we learn never overestimate your own importance. Boy, you think in that situation that seeing everything that's happened, that he would have had a counselor that come alongside him and said, man, King, you, you realize what you're doing here? You, you really think you're that? Of course, right. that could have caused that guy to be killed as well. Right. But, you know, some wisdom in that. Say, you really realize what you're doing here? But I think in his mind, uh, the whole concept of evil and greed took over. Because here he's thinking, man, 375 tons of silver. That was the whole income for the whole Persian Empire. That's, for that's just a year. Crazy. Yeah. So... Well, and so we look back at those the relevancy, uh, as you've s stated, and the purposes of, of this uh, message. And you've mentioned Job, you mentioned uh, Mordecai and, 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 uh, and the processes through it and how it's relevant to us. That area in which we continue to put that back towards even, even using our praise, Job says, look, I, I am just a mere man created by the Father. What he chooses to do, may, may it be done. And so what happens? Now, you know, we look at Mordecai. What happens? His friends, Job's friends, come. His wife comes. To oh, him. man, and Job, yeah, that's a bad gig. Even his wife was throwing him... Throwing him to the dogs. Yeah, he says, Let's just look, just rebuke yeah. God. Just, just, just tell him. Quit your whining and die. Yeah, whine. Just go, <laughs> go, man. Just, you know, and whatever. And, and so what you brought up is how did Mordecai, what was, what was it happening that, that people were, uh, you know, just, just like I said, just how you said, people are watching how you're going to respond. Um, and so we have got such an important, important task during this time to lift up the name of Jesus, but do it through being very careful. Um, I don't mean, I don't, I've got to clarify something when I say that. When lifting up the name of Jesus, it's always to glorify him, right? Mm -hmm. So we don't want anything to come back to look, oh, look at Steve, look at right, Eddie. Right. How, look at how he, you know, he takes care of himself. Look at how he's, no. Look what God is doing. Look what he's doing in us. And so therefore it goes to number three, what you were talking about. Be careful with our own importance, yeah. you know, aspect or whatever. But as we glorify God, as we give him uh, his due measure, which is everything we have and uh, our surrendering our life to him, May uh, the way we speak social, on social media, the way that we speak mm -hmm. to others over text and on phone, um, <laughs> may it be that we uplift one another. May we 
get Satan behind us in the name of Jesus Amen. and Amen. push aside, bounce away. I've said that before. Bounce away those thoughts of negativity. And, and if we need to go anywhere, again, just as you've stated, go to the scriptures. Go to the word of God and let him be uh, glorified Amen. through his scriptures that speaks to Yeah, we're mirrors. We need, that's all we do is reflect Christ. Uh, because so, Satan can pl play with your ego a little bit. You, think, you get to think, man, I'm, I'm becoming famous and on and on and on, and then you're setting yourself up for a fall. You know, I want to bring something up. I, I just watched a devotional um, by a pastor that has moved out of the community and is now uh, in Illinois, and he was, he was doing his a devotional for his church, and I watched in on it. In fact, I'll tell you who it was, Pastor. It was Juan Laredo from the Nazarene yeah. Church. Yeah. And he, he sent this to me, and he was speaking about it, and he was talking about how Hulk Hogan, he said, he, he kind of set it up, and he says, I never realized until I heard Hulk Hogan speak about this, that he was a Christian. But he said, this, this entertainer, this athlete, this person that has, through the ranks of, of oh, entertaining yeah. us with, with wrestling, right? Hulk right. Hogan. And, and then God is now using him as he's given his life to Jesus Christ. He spoke words of great wisdom, Hulk Hogan, great wisdom about this time of quarantine. And he spoke about how that as, as this time finds us away from athletic events, away from entertainment events like civics, civic centers or, or places where you can watch concerts or, or, or places in which um, even movies. You think about that, those idols in our life, those people that we idolize mm -hmm. or are quote-unquote heroes, those athletes, those actors and actresses, those, those, those musicians, that really a lot of them, the majority of those music musicians and actors and athletes, their lives do not represent God. Mm -hmm. They don't. The uh, majority. Now, I know, yeah, I, I know I a agree. lot that do, but not there's the a lot, majority, right. Right. that do not. And so Hulk Hogan says... Could it be that God is saying through this COVID, I have brought you back to center so that you realize where your importance remains, not through athletic events and athletes, not through civic center concerts and, and, and musicians, not through movies and, and ooh, this awesome, almost living our lives through other people, right? Where is it centered? Back to God. What will you do with such a time as this to bring your life centered back to me? Will you find yourself this way? And some people, as, as even Juan said through his devotion, will look at you and say, you know what? Or, or, or just like they're, they're saying against Hulk Hogan, oh, you are full of bunk. What is this Jesus talk you're talking about? Yeah. And that's what he's getting. Yeah. But he's standing firm and he's using scriptures. At the very end of it, he was stating that, look, look at these scriptures. So if you can find that, I'm, I'm going to search it out myself. Yeah. But how cool, right, that God is using those that he has set aside and set apart. You know, that leads us right into your message for this coming Sunday. Mm -hmm. And go ahead and talk about it. 
Well, I'm, it, we go on with the story of Esther, and she is, is, is brought, it's brought to the surface why she was brought into the palace and whatever. The king chose her because of her beauty, but uh, God chose her because of her character. Right. At such a time as this, and that was it. And Mordecai had to say, hey, here's the deal, sister. <laughs> it's on you. Well, I what's mean, the message title for this coming Sunday? The Power of One. There we go. Exactly right. At one person, you know. And it doesn't mean that it has to be Esther. It doesn't mean that it has to be no, Hulk Hogan. No. He can use you. Yeah, and that's what it is. And, and she finally comes to the point where she says, Here, here's the issue with, that, with the whole situation. Mordecai wanted her to go in to the king and plead their case for the Jews. Well, uh, and we talk about the pandemic. There was a, the pandemic there in Susa and throughout the kingdom, 127 provinces uh, in Persia, was that the Jews had their death sentence. It was, it was, uh, ex it was communicated to them that in a, few, in a year or 12 months, you're gonna die, all of you, men, women, and children. So that would cross this panic and whatever. Mm -hmm. Mordecai says, you need to go in and talk to the king. She says, hey, what's the deal? you just can't go in the king. If you, go, if you walk in without being summoned, if you walk in and he doesn't raise his scepter, they'll kill you on the spot. So that was, so she got beyond the fear of her own life for her people and said, I will do it. And if I perish, I perish. If I die, so, I die. So what you're saying is that even the queen, his chosen one, if she walked into his court without being summoned, she would be executed. Yeah, that was part of the executed. law. Yeah, exactly. That's what they did. Hmm. So that's, and then the story plays out that uh, she, she said she was going to do it. And then uh, when we get farther into the book, we find out that he, that he did. But here's the line of reasoning for Mordecai to her. First, if you do nothing, if you do, if, if you do nothing, sooner or later, they will find out that you are a Jew and you do will be destroyed. Hmm. Secondly, the Jewish race will survive for God's promise of his people is greater than your willingness to be involved. I think that applies to the kingdom today. That is a great, for God's promise to his people is greater than your willingness to be involved. That's it. If God doesn't use you, he'll use somebody else. He will. And that's the person that will get the blessing. God will bless that person for doing that. You know, uh, uh, Livingston, David Livingston gave his life for Christ in Africa. When he died, he was buried in Westminster Abbey. And uh, the story is told that somebody went, was walking through Westminster Abbey and there was a man that was just beside himself, just crying his eyes out and great sobs racked his body and said, you know, did you know David Livingston? He said, I did. And him and I was called by God at the same time. Hmm. And he went and I didn't. Wow. It was remorse. So I, that's, that's what, and he was saying, hey, if you don't do it, somebody will, because God's not going to let his people perish. And then thirdly, this turn of events could explain why you were ele elevated to such a high position. And it's come to fruition that this is why she was chosen yeah. for such a time as this. That's a great statement, isn't it? Yes. And then, you know, we get in talking about the personal involvement for us, and we, we keep asking ourselves, you know, golly, I'm just me. What can I do to make a difference? But, uh, and like you have brought up previous, what a, as Hulk Hogan was talking about, what a situation that he, that has come upon us that we can shine for Christ 
more now than we could have before the pandemic. That's right. Because, I mean, you talk about need is paramount. You know, they talk about on TV, check on your family and your elderly neighbors or whatever, but, you know, what a time to be Jesus. There's always time to be Jesus, but it seems like it would be more, almost more relevant today because the need is, is easier to see. Put it that right. way. And you know, you know what, I wanna bring this up. Here, here we are uh, in a time where this is, God's kingdom involves your involvement. So therefore, and that's what we've been talking about, mm-hmm. But what, what, is he, what is he doing with the church? He's not separating the church. The church is not the building. Mm-mm. The church is us, his handiwork. We are the body of Christ. So therefore, as, as every church should, even though there are leaders that are leading, like you and I, we are leading them. That means though, all, in all this time that, that we've been leading and talking to you about uh, stepping uh, into your own lives, being that representative, that means that you, you, each individual listening to this, no matter when you hear this podcast, have the importance, just like your message says, the importance of one or this power of one. The power yeah. of one. You are a minister of the body of Christ. No, you might not be called to, to preach or to pastor or to, to do the things that maybe we are represent, but you are the body. And you're just as important. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you, what God is doing, I see, is he's bringing his church together, not separating them. Right. He's saying, look, listen to the Holy Spirit be willing to be nudged and then obedient to go forward. Right. So do that. Be encouraged today as you hear this to say, I am a part of the body and I am a part of, of being able to be an influence for the kingdom of God. Right. This is the power of one. Amen. And God is your strength. Jesus is your Messiah and the Holy Spirit is your guide. Great stuff. Yep. Yeah, it is. Well, Pastor, why don't you pray us out of this and uh, we'll wrap it up for today. What a wonderful time. Lord, we love you and I do thank you for uh, Steve and putting this together and allowing us to do this together, Lord, as we uh, work together for your kingdom. We thank you for that. And Lord, as we think about pain in life and the evil that is, help us to combat it in your name. We thank you, Lord, you've given us power to overcome it. That You've given us power over the evil one and when temptation comes, we say, help me, Jesus, and You're there, Holy Spirit, and you help us through that, whatever that situation might be. And for the importance that you have placed in each one of your children, you've gifted each one of us, you've given us a supernatural gift, a power, uh, so to speak, uh, to be you in our world. And I just pray, Lord, that we all are open to you uh, as you speak to our hearts, Lord, and you give us these uh, glasses that are different, Lord, spiritual eyes, so to speak, to see what's going on around us and Holy Spirit, you nudge us and guide us on what we need to do, who we need to talk to, who we need to reach out to, and um, that the church is alive and active in this world today. So I just pray for each one of us, Lord, that we might be aware of that today as well. We love you, God. We give you praise and glory. I just ask that you bless these folks. We ask in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. 
Well, Pastor, thanks for joining with me today here, and and uh, I've really loved being in uh, inside the crossroads today and doing this. We'll probably do it here again, and then maybe the next sunny day we'll go on out outside and hear those birds, birds chirping singing, again. Yeah. So, uh, but thanks for joining us today, folks, and we are so grateful that you you've clicked on and listened to the podcast. Powerful podcast today, I believe, and and uh, allow it to just soak into your hearts and allow God to continue to use you and speak to you about how He is nudging you forward during this time. Yeah. Trust Him; yeah. he, it is worth it, and He will bless you through your obedience. Yeah. Well, until next time, God bless you guys, and and uh, enjoy your day, whether rainy or shine, raining, rainy or shiny. <laughs> yeah. May you enjoy it. Well, Pastor. Yeah. Until next week. All right. All right. Thanks, Steve. Uh Bye-bye.